Hey, it's Lori. It's been so much fun to listen to guests and to hear their memories and to have them take me back to that moment in time or that place where they feel is an essential part of Appalachia of what that means to them. You know, just this week, I was thinking about walking in the woods and how that makes me feel so connected. It's a connection to community, to place, to history, to all the people who have been there before and who are there now. Well, when I spoke with Julie Gayhart, also known as Jester, there were so many different things we touched on which is typical of our conversations. We go wherever uh, the flow takes us. But it all came back to people, small towns, the music, the melodies, and the warmth of what Appalachia truly means. So let's take a trip and walk through some small towns with Chester. All right. My name is uh, Julie Gayhart, also known as Jester. And uh, I have been on with Lori a few times here. So Lori, thank you for having me back. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, I'm really glad that you're able to chat with me about this topic that, uh, that I have at hand. So I guess the first thing that I'll ask, because I know people, some people have strong opinions, Depends on where you're at in the country. So do you call it Appalachia or Appalachia? Well, I mean, come on, Lori. There is <laughs> only one way. Appalachia or Appalachian, Appalachia. It's Appalachian. Appalachian Trail. A- so a- I guess it would be Appalachian. It- <laughs> <laughs> well, let's wait a minute. We've- <laughs> let's, let's say that fast three times, right? <laughs> Well, there's Appalachia, Appalachian, because yes. I've heard some people say it, Appalachia, Appalachian. I think they're both. Then you got right. that whole thing. <laughs> so listen, I grew up in Ohio and I don't know, Ohio's a Midwestern state and everybody called it the Appalachian Trail. I, I don't know it as any other thing. And I didn't grow up in the South. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, that's interesting because I've, I mean, I've heard a myriad of, of ways, uh, of people, you know, who, who either switch between both or, you know, call it Appalachia and that's it. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know, I put a question out on my, um, Instagram. Um, I wanted to know, you know, what does Appalachia mean to people? And, you know, when you hear the word, I know it can be a myriad of different things. So I want to know what it means to you. When you first put that out on Instagram, you know, and I was reading the question, the first thing that came to mind was music. Um, growing up, I don't think I'd listened to anything but um, what I would call Appalachian music and Appalachian artist. And it took me to my childhood, really, of riding riding around in the car with my dad. And we had those eight-track tapes. And, you know, we would have those eight-track systems in the car. And the same song would play over and over and over. And I think just as a, it took me to my childhood, first of all. Uh, So, first of all, to me, it's music. 
of course, um, it's mountains, it's community, it's a way of life. Um, I think of Dolly Parton. I mean, how I don't know how anybody could think of, and that's my era. I guess that shows my age, like those artists that I grew up listening to, um, Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, um, Patsy Cline, like that era of music, Johnny Cash. Um, and, you know, Appalachia is, it's a lifestyle um, that incorporates uh, music, square dancing, um, people hanging out on Friday night, campfires, being in the mountains, hiking, backpacking. I, I guess the list could go on and on. But um, yeah, I mean, but to go back to your original question, the first thing I thought of was music. That's interesting. Music. Yeah. Music has such a tie in to Appalachia. And you know, the all I could think about is like people, like you said, sitting around the fire, bringing their instruments, jamming, um, just having a good time. So is there like a melody or a song you mentioned, you know, Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, Johnny Cash, a bunch of, of those? Is there something that kind of comes to you when you think of Appalachian music? Do you have like a favorite? don't know if it's more it's it's the instruments too because mm -hmm. as you're saying this back to me it's like you know the fiddle it's you know it's people picking and grinning it's hee-haw it's that kind of stuff um and that you know so, that sounds terrible but um you know to me it's you know like you said sitting around a campfire and you know somebody's carried their guitar or fiddle or you know any kind of instrument they're carrying and it's those good old southern picking tunes and you know right now in my mind is someone calling a square dance i mean you don't get more southern than that um and, and as far as artists I, I am not one to go deep into appalachian music like i said i grew up with you know, Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, especially, um, Patsy Cline. It's that era of music, um, which leads me to, I don't know why, plane crashes in the Southern Appalachian Mountains. You know, those artists, you know, getting from point A to point B. Um, man, I, we could just go, you could just say one thing and it would take me off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you brought up Loretta Lynn and you know, the first thing that I comes to my mind, because I grew up also, you know, your age and grew up in that era of uh, being a little girl and remembering, you know, coal miner's daughter. And just oh, yeah. like, and that was something that just, uh, just stayed with me. And I remember, you know, like knowing, oh, you know, my dad, he, you know, worked, um, or his family, some of his family, you know, either uh, worked in the coal mines or just tried to not work in the coal mines because it was such a divisive kind of thing. You know, the whole idea was to try to get out and, and not, um, be part of, of that because of the danger and, um, the illness and things that came later. I think of honesty, like just saying it how it is. Um, you know, the music, like you said, that makes you, you know, want to tap your foot and you know kind of get out there so um you know what you're just saying that i'm thinking of another thing sorry to interrupt there but hard work labor 
Like, you know, you think of, you know, Appalachian, you know, people working out on their farms or, you know, working in their barns. That's another thing. Appalachians, man, the barns, the silos, the, you know, walking through the country hills. Keep going, Lori. I'll think of more. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, I'm going to take it back to like all the things you've said and then also looking at it from, you know, this Appalachian Trail that traverses through a lot of these areas. But how do you think, um, you know, you've section hiked the whole trail. So how do you Mm -hmm. think that walking through relates to what you've all said about Appalachia? Oh, there's nothing like, I think that's one of the things that I crave and miss um, about the Appalachian Trail and, you know, hiking, you know, in the summertime, because that's primarily when I hike is the anticipation of reaching that next small town, you know, the small uh, you might, there might be one store there, you know, you have the old hardware stores where you could go in, you get popcorn and they've got everything from the smallest, you know, washer that you might need to, uh, you know, an orange vest that you could wear on the trail and the floors that creak when you walk in and, you know, people fishing over the bridges and kids running around, you know, playing in the streets and somebody yelling at them to get out of the street. And, you know, that leads me to, you know, hanging out as a kid and, you know, somebody else's parent telling you what to do. I mean, that's small town, you know, Appalachia. It's like, hey, get home, you know, go home, Jester. Your mom's going to spank you when you get home. Or, or she has the authority to spank you as well, because that's, exactly. that's how it is. <laughs> exactly, because everybody knows everybody, and somebody's going to get on the phone. And I always wondered how my mom knew. I never put two and two together that somebody actually called her ahead of time and told her what I was doing. So it is just those those things that come to mind because every day we're in the you know what I you know the rat race of you know working your career. You know, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is a bigger city. Um, You know, the hustle and bustle of the traffic, the hustle, you know, there's really, you can't go anywhere unless you get outside of Charlotte in the rural areas where you don't hear traffic. And going in the small towns, you know, on the Appalachian Trail, you don't hear a lot of traffic. Um, You know, and everything's right there. You got the post office, you got the library, you've got somewhere to eat, you've got the hardware store, you got somewhat of an outfitter, and sometimes the outfitter is the hardware store. Um, And everybody knows everybody, even in Maine, you know, I know that's not Southern Appalachians, but even in Maine, in some of the small towns up there, there are, you know, there are no highway, major highways in Maine. And I went to resupply one time and um, the lady that was um, working the counter at the grocery store said, hey, listen, you know, stop on by later on. I'm going to be over at the gas station making pizzas and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like working in more than one place and everybody knows everybody. And I guess I, you know, another thing that pops into mind as we're thinking about this is all the churches. I mean, Along the Appalachian Trail, probably every town, you know, has a church, a Baptist church, a Methodist church, you know, whatever you want. And that's part of, you know, Southern Appalachia as well, is 
community and communing around the church picnics well i think you brought it all the way back full circle because there's the church <laughs> and there's music and that's kind of how a lot of the songs started hymns and people you know singing in the sunday choir and then oh, yeah. you know singing uh, at home good old southern good old southern gospel hymns there's nothing like it there's nothing like it i cry every time i really do uh i went to church in hot springs north carolina several years ago i'm pretty sure i cried the whole service just from the music and the preaching and just you know not not it wasn't a big mega church there there may have been 45 people in there and it was awesome i was in my hiking clothes it was great if you uh if you had to describe like one spot that you would say if i want to introduce you to my appalachia i would take you here for a day with me where, where would you take me oh wow that is tough Lori. that's a tough question i mean anywhere um for you have a day maybe yeah. hit a couple places in a day <laughs> <laughs> You know, the town that comes to mind, I mean, I'm going to have to say it because I'm from, you know, I live now in Charlotte, North Carolina, is there? there's not much better than Hot Springs, North Carolina. I mean, you're going to get just about everything you could think of to an original Hot Springs, where um, the town used to be called Warm Springs. And it's got, it's got history. It, it had a Springs where there was a gorgeous hotel. It was like the gateway um to the Appalachian Mountains before you got into the Great Smoky Mountains National Park people used to go to the springs for healing and comfort and the hotel there's burnt down like three times I mean just the history and when you're through hiking you can make a reservation at the hot springs and spend an hour um at the springs so they there there really are still springs there there are yes uh -huh. And, well, the place now is called Hot Springs Resort and Spa, but it is a natural hot springs. Um, and they feel there's probably, there might be 15 like private outdoor like hot tubs. And they fill the tubs with the water from the, the hot water from the springs. And I've probably been in them five or six times. And each time I can't stay in it for an hour because it is so hot. I mean, 30 to 45 minutes and you're cooked and, and, and you feel wonderful. Like, oh, every ailment that I had walking down in here, my feet are killing me. Every, I'm healed. <laughs> so, yeah, here, Hot Springs, North Carolina, that, that's where I would be. If I, if I had one day, um, we could hang out, you know, we could hike. We could go to the hot springs. We could have a good meal. We could hang out at the... Um, the uh, uh, hardware store, we could resupply at the general store, and we could go to church that night. That's how to say, we got to have the church in there too, so. <laughs> yep, yep, and you, you're not going to walk more than a half a mile. Wow, so that sounds uh, like a very idyllic spot. Um, I have never been, so I think um, I need to put that on my list. I'm going to... You definitely do, yeah. you definitely do. So where's your next um, visit in Appalachia? Are you, are you, you know, going because uh, summer is your time to section hike? Yeah. So, are you doing any any trail time this summer? Are you still figuring that out? 
I am. So um, I think it's about time for me to start putting in some serious miles on the Mountains of Sea Trail, um, being that I am on the board. So um, I don't want to be uh, one of those board members that hasn't hiked the trail. So my plan is um, there's about 400 or so miles in the mountain portion of the Mountains of Sea Trail. So I would love um, to get those 400 miles done this summer. And I have no schedule. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to absorb everything along the way, all the food, all the campgrounds, everything that uh, the Southern Appalachian Mountains uh, in the on the Mountains of Sea Trail range has to offer. That sounds like a lot of fun. I wish I could go to the mountains this summer. I know. Come on. <laughs> come on. Let's do it. I know. I'll try. I know I'll you try. got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? My main thing is uh, my heart is leading me there. And that's what I, you know, want to do. But I'm not going to have a plan or a schedule. I'm not going to say I must do this or I must be here by a certain time. Um, I'm just going to enjoy one foot in front of the other and see what happens. Well, that sounds pretty Appalachian to me. You got that right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Hey, so if you want to connect with Jester, go check out the show notes. And of course, I think she's always working on something new. And I've been seeing that she is working with Side Trail Adventures on something called I Am the MST documentary. Oh, I'm just excited for her, for what that means. And maybe someday, you know, hey, Chester, if you're listening out there, come back on and tell my listeners about it. Well, if you're liking what you're hearing, please leave me a five-star rating and review. It really helps to get the word out. Send me your feedback hikepodcast at gmail.com or drop me a direct message or leave a comment on one of my social media posts. You can find it all at the hike podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and sometimes Twitter. (laughs) So until next time, see you on the trail.